I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 161 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that is coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, today's guest has a very unique backstory to it. About a month ago, there was a big men's conference taking place at my local parish, and the headlining speaker was Catholic radio host Curtis Martin. I was a little unfamiliar with him, but I figured since he'd be speaking over here locally, I would reach out to him, have him on the podcast, and then when I would meet him at the conference, we'd be able to connect and have something in common here. Um, So all I really had to go on was his picture in the church bulletin, so I hit the internet and searched for him on Instagram, and of course, as soon as you looked for it, there was quite a number of accounts dedicated to NFL running back Curtis Martin, but as I scrolled down the list of names, one picture looked very similar to the one that I had in the church bulletin, Uh, so I clicked on the picture, and the first thing in the bio said, follower of Christ, and then father of four. So I knew that uh, it was obviously a Catholic radio host, a follower of Christ, and he was a father. So I said, aha, this is my man. So I reached out to him with a DM, asking him nicely with an invitation to come on to the podcast. He agreed, so we set up a day and time. And when it came time, Curtis called me and said, man, I was looking through your guest list, and I really can't figure out how I fit in or why you would have reached out to me. I, I see you have NFL Hall of Famers, Navy SEALs. I'm certainly no celebrity. So I said, all confidently, with my chest puffed out there, I said, I'll tell you why, Curtis, because you're speaking at a men's conference right here in my town in New Jersey just in a couple of weeks. And Curtis goes, I am? I think you may have the wrong Curtis Martin. And boy, did I feel a bit of humility, and it definitely proved that I have a lot of work to do when it comes to my research on some of my guests here. But as God would have it, Curtis has an amazing fatherhood journey, and the interview went extremely well, so I really hope you enjoy it. Curtis and his wife have overcome some incredible circumstances in their life to live a life serving others. So please stick around for the interview. Tomorrow on the show, I will have Air Force veteran, entrepreneur, and cancer survivor Jason Jake Jean, the founder of Tatered Beans. So that's going to be fun as well. So lock it in here to First Class Fatherhood. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me, and I'm going to jump right into the action now with Curtis Martin. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. I cannot say thank you enough to all the listeners out there. You will hear a word from my sponsors in the middle of today's interview. If you would like to help me make First Class Fatherhood ad-free, please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by hitting the link in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, joining me now is a first-class father. He has a true passion for making a difference in the lives of others by helping them with proper nutrition, fitness, and business development through his health and wellness brand, Fighter Tribe Fitness. It is a pleasure for me to say, Curtis Martin, welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thanks for having me on, Alec. All right, here we go. How many kids do you have, and how old are they? I've got four daughters, um... 13, 9, and twin, year, uh, twin five-year-old uh, foster girls. Okay, very cool. I got four myself here. Uh, what type of sports or activities are they into? Uh, the oldest is into uh, volleyball, and the second daughter, she's uh, into dance and gymnastics. She's basically a little Gumby rubber band girl. And the 
five-year-olds, they've decided that they want to be, you know, beautiful dancer, ballerina, princesses. So uh, they'll start dance later this year, I think. Awesome. All right, please, Curtis, take a minute here just to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Wow, where to start and not be overly verbose about it, right? So um, I'm Curtis Martin. I'm, a, like we said, dad of four, married to a beautiful, wonderful uh, wife, Bethany. Um, I started as a parent late in life. I was 40 when Bethany and I uh, first met, got together. Um, I think Alexis was about two years old, 18 months at the time. And up until we met, I really had no desire for kids. I was uh, extremely self-centered and selfish. And um, not only did I fall in love with Bethany, um, I was completely enamored with this little girl that totally changed my life. And when Bethany and I were married, I also gave a ring to um, Alexis. She's the oldest. Uh, When we were married, um, just to show my love and commitment to her, uh, we had Cameron, the nine-year-old. Um, shortly after that, Bethany, um, we found out that she had uh, cancer. Uh, she's now eight-year um, survivor in remission. And due to the, the complications from um, radiation, um, she ended up having to have a full hysterectomy, a lot of just a myriad of medical problems from that. And that led us into um, fostering um, the two little girls. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to adopt them this year. Um, Out of the battle with cancer and the recovery of that, Bethany and I both have uh, really gone on a journey of uh, fitness and health. And we're fitness coaches now, provide uh, nutrition background, how to work out through the company we work with, which is uh, Beachbody. Um, shameless plug there, but we do uh, work with um, a number of folks trying to get them on the road to health um, and fitness, better life, and, and, and all of that. We found that we have a passion for it and love working together. Years gone by, um, back when I first started out of high school, I was uh, in the Air Force active duty and then Army National Guard while I was in school. My background was actually in systems design and programming for a number of years. Um, One of the last roles I had, I ran a a manufacturing company here in North Carolina. And we've just evolved our business, Fighter Tribe Fitness, into what it is just to help folks out, quite frankly, and love doing it, love interacting with people. So it's uh, we found our passion through tragedy, so to speak and um, making the most of the uh, lemons we've been given. I guess to you know be, be cliche about it, but it's true. Um, we had a lot of adversity there and went through that with a lot of prayer, faith, and really good doctors, and now we're on the backside of it trying to help others. Wow, what an incredible story, Curtis. So I'm going to get into that a little bit more in a second here, but uh, nutrition and exercise is something that many people, including a lot of fathers, are struggling with. I mean, you know, we all have to juggle our work schedules, commuting, kids' activities. What is, what is one simple piece of advice that you could give to dads that they could imply each day to improve their health and wellness? For me, the, the key to basically cracking the nut was consistency. 
And and you're right, the the daily thing. It's not a short-term fix. It's not a diet. You know, we, we hear all these things about the Daniel plan, the keto diet. Back in the day, it was the Atkins. It's whatever flavor of the week it is. Honestly, it comes down to consistency. For me, with the busy work schedule that I used to have, you know, 10, 12 hours a day easily, and then with kids, by the time you get home, you're burnt out, you're tired, mentally, physically exhausted. So for me, the key was moving the exercise portion to the morning. I would set the alarm clock for 4.30, 5 o'clock each morning to get up, to get that workout in, and to get the workout in first thing in the morning so that it's done, so that I don't have an excuse at 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening whenever I'm home and I'm tired and I'm exhausted. I would get up, get it done. I always joke that um, it was a pre-stress relief because I knew the day I was going into was going to be hard. Um, my my staff at the time, they would joke we'd have a morning huddle and they would know the days that I didn't work out. It was like I was just drained and void of energy. And quite frankly, the days I would work out, it would be the equivalent of having 10 cups of coffee. It, you know, I'm perky, um, so to speak. Um, if a 51-year-old man can be perky, I was perky. Uh, so that, for me, the, the, the number one key is consistency um, and just showing up every day. And I can take that same same statement, carry it over into my aspects of a husband and father. The biggest thing that I found is showing up every day in their lives in the smallest ways or in the big ways. Just consistency is key. Very cool. What about for the kids, Curtis? Many of us have kids that are picky eaters, and sometimes we may sacrifice nutrition just to get them to eat anything. So you have any kind of tricks or hacks on how we can get our kids to eat healthier? Honestly, I grew up old school. It was the you're going to eat it or you're going to go hungry. Uh, I know that such um, raising of your children is not in vogue today, but we're consistent with them. Uh, my wife is an amazing chef, and we try different types of foods all day, all days long. And we've seen the evolution with um, the oldest. She went from being a picky eater to she will now try anything. And the evolution's underway for our nine-year-old. Uh, the five-year-olds, because of their background and the family from which they came, it was very much a base thing. Um, they they lived off of chicken nuggets, you know, what kid doesn't these days. But we're slowly introducing different types of vegetables. Anything green, they turn their nose up, like most kids. But we're, we're consistent with it. Um, green beans, for one of the girls, she just cannot stand them. But we give her three. She has to try them. Um, we found that small rewards for good behavior work much better than how like how I came up you know it was you did something through fear of punishment uh there's still a little bit of that in our home but there's also we want to reward good behavior so if they go through and they eat their vegetables whether it's the broccoli or the green beans whatever we're not talking like you know outlandish things like bok choy or something for a 5 year old but um, the green beans, if you have that, then 
maybe you get the sucker or we get a cookie or some fruit as a reward at the end of the meal. But if you don't, then you don't get it. It is time to get that important word from our sponsors and then back with more from Curtis Martin. I'm Alec Lace and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Seat Geek. Taking your kids to the ball game is one of the greatest experiences in all of fatherhood. And now, First Class Fatherhood has partnered with SeatGeek, and you could save $20 off your next ticket purchase by using the promo code FIRSTCLASS. That's one word, FIRSTCLASS. Maybe you want to go to a Broadway show, a concert. SeatGeek has the best prices for a wide variety of events. It's a slam dunk deal, dads. Get over to www.seatgeek.com and use the promo code FIRSTCLASS to get $20 off your next ticket purchase. SeatGeek.com. Okay, good stuff. All right, Curtis. Being that you have been through the process of cancer, unfortunately, with your wife already, what kind of advice do you have for a dad who may be listening right now that just got hit with that, the big C diagnosis for his spouse, and uh, maybe they're about to enter into this very scary situation? What kind of advice could you offer to them or or maybe help them prepare for what's to come? Wow. Uh, That's huge, because when we first went through this, it was uh, devastating. You know, every time from my generation um, and a little bit older, you heard the word cancer, and it was a terminal. It was you know, basically a death sentence. Um, treatment has evolved over the years that it's not. I don't know what the, the statistics are today versus 20 years ago, but the treatment that Bethany received, um, while it did cause other problems uh, going forward, um, you know, she's here to live, to tell the tale, and she lived. Um, we leaned heavily on our church family, our faith, and prayer um, that there was more purpose to uh, our life, and this wasn't the end of the story. Um, quite frankly, it was the beginning. Um, find a good doctor. Listen to them. Read, read and read. The internet is an amazing tool. It will scare you half to death because you're going to see all the bad things that can happen. But doing the research, back up what you hear from the doctors. You're overwhelmed. And quite frankly, we were walking zombies for the first two and a half months or so, just exhausted and tired, um, but have faith. There's, there are, unfortunately, you know, many cases that are terminal, but for the majority there's treatment to get you through. Very well said, and that's some great advice. Um, Let's get to a lighter subject here. Uh, Something that all parents are struggling with uh, is the screen time. So how do you kind of handle video games, YouTube, and all that stuff with your kids? First off, um, we've been through the ups and downs and the bads of it so that it can be uh, somewhat overwhelming. Uh, We have uh, limited use as far as at 10 p.m. in the evening, um, all devices come from the upstairs bedrooms. They come downstairs to get charged or to get put away so that the kids can go ahead and get the rest. We homeschool, so we're a little more flexible in bedtimes. But for 9 and 13, you know, 9.30 to 10.30 is not a bad bedtime. But those devices come down so that they're not on them late at night because we've seen them do that, quite frankly. Um, there again, we've evolved over time with uh, tablets and laptops, and the oldest has a phone now. Um, 
we use the devices as a reward. We give time based off of did you get your schoolwork done? Did you get your chores done around the home? Um, it's not just a guarantee that you get it. Actually, the nine-year-old is without her devices for a week for being um, somewhat disrespectful and argumentative about things. And so there's a little bit of reward and punishment with it. Um, we try not to use the television as a babysitter, uh, especially for the twins, the five-year-olds. Uh, we'd prefer they do something more active, uh, very much encouraging to color, old, old school coloring books or playing with toys, being creative and imaginative. We try to keep them off of the tablets and the other devices unless it's an educational thing. And TV shows, we really try to limit um, what they watch, quite frankly. Very cool. All right. What kind of goals or plans do you have for the future, Curtis? And uh, where can my listeners reach out and find out more about you if they're interested? Well, growing the um, fitness business that we mentioned earlier, that's the lifelong dream. And the goal is to continue growing that and, quite frankly, helping as many people as we can. Um, it's, like I said, it's a passion of ours. Uh, I love seeing the work that we do. It's incredible to see someone who would never step foot in a gym. They're overweight. They're very um, resistant to going into the gym. They're intimidated by it. horrible self-esteem. So the majority of our workouts it can be done in a gym, but they're designed to be done at home. Uh, each one of the uh, the plans come with a full meal plan, nutrition plan. So the focus for the near future and beyond is to grow that, to make an impact and help as many people as we can. Um, you can find us at fightertribefitness.com. Um, my Instagram is exec fitness e-x-e-c fitness and my wife is a fighter to fit and her name is bethany martin and i'm curtis and we just love helping people and working with them uh it's it's amazing to see those same people that were intimidated or scared and very much lacking in self-confidence go through the non-scale victories of clothes fitting better and self-confidence coming up and the accountability within our groups to help coach and bring them along. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, you know, some of the stories you hear from folks is just heartbreaking from how they start and from where they came, and they have no hope. They work with us, and we're not miracle workers. We're just there to help and encourage, quite frankly. And to see the change in their life, to hear the success stories, you know, it, it – gives you a good sense of uh, accomplishment and that you actually have done something that mattered. Very cool. I love your mission, and I will definitely include a link to your website as well as your Instagram bios in the description of this podcast episode so all my listeners can just you know tap the links, find out more about you and what you're doing. Last thing I want to ask you here, Curtis, I love to ask all the dads I get on my podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Your life is getting ready to change dramatically in ways that you would have never imagined before 
the love that you're going to feel for this tiny baby is something unlike you've ever felt in your life. Enjoy the ride. You're not going to be perfect. You're going to fail more often than not. But if you're present and you give them your time and your love, then you'll succeed. If you let someone else raise your kid for you or just aren't there for them, that's where the trouble comes in. But if you are there, you are present in their lives and you take an active interest. Heck, I take my daughters to breakfast. I alternate weeks. Every Tuesday, we have a breakfast date, and we just talk about them. We put the phones away, and we just chat about what's going on in their life. Be present and love them. And if at all possible, I know in some cases it's not, but if you're married or you're living with their mom, love that woman like no other. Cherish her. Teach your son how to love his future wife and teach your daughter how to be loved and how to be treated. I cannot stress that enough. Well said. Great advice. This has been a pleasure for me. I'm glad we were able to connect here today. Uh, You are a first-class father, and i got to say, Curtis Martin, thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. All right, man. Thank you so much, Alec. I appreciate the time. Okay, back with a couple of closing thoughts in just a second here. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I have got to give a special thank you once again to Curtis Martin for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And then lock it in. Tomorrow on the podcast, I'm going to have the founder of Tatered Beans, Air Force veteran and entrepreneur, Jason Jake Jean, stopping by. And then Thursday, we're going to have a lot of fun here. We are celebrating the one-year anniversary of First Class Fatherhood. I'm going to kick it around with a couple of backstories, play a few clips and just have some fun. Thursday, we're going to close out the week with a Frogman Friday episode with former Navy SEAL Jack Carr. All right, that's all I got for you guys today. Lock it into First Class Fatherhood. And please tell all your friends that you know that are dads in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the podcast here. Let's spread the word about this fatherhood celebration. I'm Alec Lace. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.